edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and I'm joined this evening by a funky indie rock band. Um, they have an EP out uh, called Revitalize. It dropped last summer. Um, but yeah, their music gets you moving. It gets you grooving. It can get you in your feelings. It can. Uh, they are a very uh, stylistically uh, eclectic and fun band to go see. Um, they are the Panoptics. Um, if you guys would care to uh, introduce yourselves and what you play in the band. Yeah, my name is Ben Playstead. Uh, I am the lyricist and I also sing and uh, play rhythm and a little bit of lead guitar as well. I'm David Papora. I'm the drummer um, and I also sing backing vocals and uh, wherever else I'm needed. You know. Welcome, welcome, fellas. How are your days today? It's pretty good, you know. Like I said, I saw the uh, a high school play. It was awesome. The Adams Family, right on. Um, there's some great young singers out there in Wauwatosa. So shout awesome. out to them. Right on. Um, good. Yeah. How about you, David? Uh, just just work today is uh, pretty busy. I work in an office. That's always keeping me busy and stuff. And yeah, do nine to five every day. So besides uh, yes. playing in a couple bands, so um, yeah, usually got something going on every night. So. Uh, day's been pretty busy as of lately. Um, yeah, sounds like it. Uh, well, I'm glad you guys could uh, uh, pencil in a nice guy podcast this evening. It has been a long time coming uh, since we could finally do this. Since seeing you guys a few times and always seeing your uh, cheerful faces out at shows, I'm really excited to sit down and really, you know, talk to you guys, you know? Because, like, it shows you don't always really get to, like, get really in depth with shit and that's what I love doing the show for and yeah I've I've really been digging you guys since first seeing you in um uh Jake Johnson's old backyard uh so yeah I'm very much looking forward to it this evening yeah we've been looking forward to it for a while you know um and we appreciate you having us out at the the nice guy presents uh when was that now you know oh, yeah, november november yeah, yeah close to thanksgiving now, now it's coming back to dude me. yeah <laughs> that was a great show too yeah that was a fun bill you put together and that was mm. our first time at cactus club yeah uh, yeah i had our buddy tommy fill in on guitar so yep. that was a, a fun little experiment there yeah it was uh yeah, yeah that was when you guys had the shirts yeah, the like, first time we had the shirts. I'm like, merch yeah, I'm like, give me that shit. Yeah, for <laughs> no, sure. Right yeah, I yeah. was I was stoked uh, to to cop a shirt that night. For sure. Props to David for for getting the connect and yeah. uh, being able to print that stuff. We have a couple shirts out now. No place to purchase it online. And ever, you know, you just gotta come see us live if you want to sure. uh, find a shirt. We'll get That's a new shirt. That is. Someday, you know. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, um, so I think it's uh, necessary to mention to, to uh, shout out the other members of the band who are not here today. You know, my my couch isn't big enough to house the entire panoptics. Yeah, that's true. There's five of us. So. <laughs> yeah. So uh, who else are we missing here? Uh, so we got uh, Natan Stegman on keys, um, who's very talented pianist. Uh, has mm-hmm. been playing for a long time. I uh, got Jacob Johnson, uh, who's on lead guitar. He's actually been on here before. Yeah. Um, him and Zach Spiegler were. Mass Faraday. Um, yep. Um, and then uh, we got Yeshai Levin on bass, who is one of the best bassists I've seen mm. in a long, long time. That's all I got to yeah. say about that. <laughs> yes. Well, that's, yeah, shout out to all those guys. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Soul Speed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I really got to, like, get out to a show. I've, um, I saw them do, like, a mini set 
um, at uh, a little backyard fest last year, but uh, word on the street is uh, they rip. Oh, yeah. They got a lead singer now, too, which is pretty insane. Hell, yeah. yeah. Good shit. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion, and creativity. So, the Panoptics, first time I saw you guys was, um, it was in 2020, um, when live music was in a very limited capacity, right? Um, you know, I only saw like two or three like outdoor shows that whole year uh and it sucked but uh you guys were one of them and it was a backyard show uh lower east side um as mentioned before jacob johnson he he did a few of those um but that was the first time i saw you guys but you were going by a different name at the time (laughs) oh yeah what was that again (laughs) Range of motion, range, it range, was. That was motion. Range yeah. of motion. Yeah. Yeah. Because we couldn't, we like, we're just wanted to think of a new band name, and and uh, unfortunately, really, really couldn't come up with one at the time. And then we ultimately just decided on the original band name that you and I had when we were when we were playing together, you know, with mm-hmm. the old old group and stuff. So yeah, yeah. So it's come a long, it's come a long way, but I think over the pandemic, we were able to you know, reconnect and kind of, uh, start writing original stuff again. Yeah. Um, and you know, right at the same time, I think, uh, Jacob and a couple other bands came together and wanted to put like one of the first DIY shows on, you know, I think, uh, on the East side at least. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a great time. And then since then, just seeing how like, you know, people have been playing out in the pandemic and, uh, it's just been awesome all over Milwaukee. Like, to see how li- playing out live has evolved. Yeah. But, um, you know, as the Panoptics, you know, that was our first time playing and f- for a while. like yeah. out. So, um, yeah, and, and then we were able to do it again the next summer. Um, oh, yeah. Which was, I think, even more of a success. Better weather, you know. Um, that was like the first 90-degree day of yeah, the was, year. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was hot. It was last May. It was, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was yeah, it was at least in, in the 90s that day. I remember setting stuff up and it was like. Oof, like yeah. Geez. Oh yeah, and it was an all day thing too. Yep, um, for sure. But like you said, Ben, it was great that like it's been great watching a lot of these bands um, really breathe into performing and and just you know getting out doing as many shows as they can. Like really, just like spreading their wings. Like in the last year, like it's it has been just like so refreshing and exciting. Like. Yeah, just seeing a lot of bands come a very, a very long way in a short amount of time, you know? Right, yeah, I think it was pretty inspiring for a lot of people uh, just to be able to sit back and, re- and reflect, take a big step yeah. back, and just the way it all functions, all changed, you know? First Maybe, ha- maybe Hazel show that day, too. Right, right. Yeah, yeah they were yeah. impressive. I, I really right. liked that, loved their uh, their style, especially vocally. That, yeah. that vocal yeah. style was awesome. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to them. They ripped too. Um, so we're going to talk all about the Panoptics and how you guys formed, what you guys have been working on, the EP. We're going to talk about all of that. But first, let's take it back a bit um, to talk a bit more about your guys' background. So, um, so David, I'm going to turn it over to you first here. Um, so where did you grow up? I grew up in Wauwatosa, so just like 15, 20 minutes west of the city. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I was raised there my whole life. 
Um, the hospital was actually born in was uh, the Northwest Quad of UWM. It's, yeah, <laughs> what used to be, I think, Columbia Hospital. Um, oh yeah, but, uh, I had several classes. In yeah, that it looks like it looks like a hospital <laughs> yeah. when you go inside there, which is kind of the craziest thing. Um, but yeah, no, I'm yeah, grew up in Tosa, went to Tosa East. Um, my elementary school and middle school were just down the block from where I lived and everything, mm-hmm. and then I actually lived across the street from Tosa East. Um, so, like, getting to school and everything was was pretty easy. Um, mm-hmm. and then, yeah. And then as, uh, middle school started, I kind of picked up the drums and, uh, and then kind of continued to do that. Um, and then met, you know, started meeting people that yep. wanted to jam and stuff like that. And, and Ben came along at some point. So yes, he um, did. But yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Toast is a pretty cool place. Definitely a, a good place to grow up. I would say so. Yeah. Uh, you guys spent much time in Hoyt park. Oh, yeah, we've played there several times. Actually. So beautiful, yeah, such a beautiful yeah, area. The beer garden there, yeah, mm, yeah. yeah. They they give you a, if you go and order a beer there, there's like come out with like these just giant, you know, like at least like pint pint and a half oh, beer yeah. or whatever, and you're like, wow, how am I supposed to drink all this? Dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like we weren't supposed to, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got drunk in the middle of the afternoon. Oh my god. No. Yeah. Oh shit! We're still playing. Yeah, <laughs> still gotta play another set. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh yeah, no, that's that's some Milwaukee shit for sure. Um, so Ben, you also are from Wauwatosa, yes? Yeah, I actually grew up uh, closer to Milwaukee a little bit on Holly Road, um, and started school there, and then moved out uh, to like 95th and Burleigh area along the Menominee River Parkway uh, by Hoyt, you know. Um, so I, yeah, we, we grew up in pretty much the same area, me and David. Um, and, uh, I feel like Wauwatosa is, you know, at, at least the Menominee river parkway for me is like a big connection that, that I have like to nature that I always yeah. have felt like I explored down there as a kid, as an adult. Um, so just going down there and having that has, has actually inspired me a lot and, oh, yeah. um, keeps me coming back, you know, to Wauwatosa, even when I'm not living there, if I don't have a place to stay there type of thing. Um, I think it's a pretty special community and uh, pretty mm-hmm. blessed to, gr- you know, grow up there. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. On. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also spent a lot of time in nature growing up. I grew up on a major street in a South Chicago suburb. And, uh, like, you know, it was kind of strange, like, you know, not having friends to play with, like, that are, like, a few few houses down from you, whatever, like developed a pretty uh, keen sense of imagination i guess just from having a you know just a, a a lot of open space to run around in at all times so yeah yeah how'd you guys first encounter each other i i want to say it was in maybe an astronomy class mm. yeah. which well, like, I, we started school, like we went to the same middle school okay so he was, i went to lincoln and he went to roosevelt which are Two, two elementary schools uh, within the Tosa School District, but then obviously we both went to Longfellow, um, mm-hmm. and then which is our middle school. Um, didn't really like, I, I guess like start hanging out until more of high school and stuff. We knew sure. of each other, I guess, um, during that time. I think we played uh, like basketball against each other like <laughs> way back in the day. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. 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 Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so. Um, but yeah, then actually, um, from what I remember is that, um, 
we had like a math class together or something or um or uh yeah either astronomy or something like that um and we i remember like i remember specifically like playing like iphone games with you or something like a lot of the times or something like that oh and like God. not not paying attention to what was <laughs> supposed to be going on in class do you guys are flappy bird ti- tiny wings that. tiny wings that was it wings, yes yeah. flappy bird and tiny wings we'd play those in like a, in like an algebra class or something and like not actually give a shit about what was going on um in front of us um but Dude. yeah, that's sort of kind of where our friendship started, I guess, was probably like freshman or sophomore year of high school. So That's awesome. Oh, yeah. From, oh, go ahead. No, I think I kept bugging you. I kept, yeah. uh, I would oh. keep saying eventually when I started playing more guitar, I'd be like, Dave, let's form a band. <laughs> well, we, had, we, had the same, we had the same homeroom, too. That was... Yeah, like, the last names. Yeah, junior we got year, grouped we were together. in the, we were in the uh, same yeah. homeroom because both of our last names started with P. P. So... I remember, like specifically, you like, like looking over to me, like, "Yo, do you want to be in a brand, uh, band with Brent and I, or whatever?" And I was like, "I was like, uh, sure." <laughs> I didn't know you could rip drums, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, were both of you class of twenty fourteen? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we're the same age. Um. So, Ben, I'd love to hear a bit more about. So I know you said you um started drums in middle school. Um. How did it kind of start for you musically? Yeah, I think it was when I was like entering high school, I got more like I got an acoustic guitar um, and then I started like picking it up more at like Thanksgiving and stuff with my uncle who has been a local kind of singer songwriter at open mics and, um, you know, his his couple events uh, during the year. Um, His name is Mike Playstead and he calls himself the singing attorney. Um, Shout out to Uncle Mike. Yeah, Uncle Mike. Yeah, if you're watching, hell yeah. Shout out to you. <laughs> but uh, he, he got me started with like Nod to Bob, which goes on at Linneman's every, uh, you know, Thanksgiving. Um, so that was like the first time I really stepped on stage and performed and really believed I could do music. So, um, but it was really just something I went home after school with, um, you know, when no one was around, you didn't have anyone to hang out with. I just kind of picked it up. Um, and, uh, then had a few friends to bounce some ideas off with, of, uh, off of, and just like learn from. So, uh, and then I think that's just how it's, it's been going since then. So uh, you learn a lot, you learn a lot that way. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Shout out to Linneman's dude. Hell yeah. Jim. Shout out to Jim Linneman, honestly. <laughs> My guy, Jim. Dude. Keeping it going through best, the pandemic, through it all. Milwaukee, best sound yeah. in Milwaukee, hands down. <laughs> dude. I recently, uh, was at Linneman's few weeks ago and you know how like they have the 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 t-shirt the liniments t-shirt displayed like i had a few beers i was like i kind of want one you know i always think about buying it but i'm actually gonna buy it tonight so like i got one like the 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 bartender like got me one from the the cabinet you know and like oh yeah jim i uh just got your t-shirt it's like Oh yeah, I I designed that uh, about uh, fifteen years ago Whoa. on the computer. <laughs> like wow, well there you have it. I mean, hey, he he had he had he he stuck to his roots and he just you know had the the uh, the mainstay T shirt uh, all this time. Uh, so I like he just had an idea and, and that's what he stuck with all these years. Uh, so but but I like that about Flintmans is it's very like. It kind of feels like you're in someone's home almost. It's it's got that friendly neighborhood feel, 
definitely um, cares like the most about like the musicians that come through there and everything. Like that's yeah. like just supporting live music is like his overall goal, which I, we just love. Obviously, yeah. you know, absolutely. Yeah, he's great. Uh, and if you haven't been there in a while, he's got these new lights. This new light. Oh yeah, uh, system. Oh, and, and they're, they're trippy. Yeah, yeah, they are trippy. And he's getting into it back there, yeah. getting all the dude. I saw some blood red stuff. lights and sh- he had the blood red. <laughs> yeah, gets <laughs> in there. Now. Yeah, he's dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, big shout out to Liniments. That is where our good friends Will Frang and the Goodland Gang had their first show uh, four years ago. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Will Frang and the Goodland Gang. We have a show coming up with them at uh, Anodyne, June 10th. That'll be good. Yeah. With, with both bands, actually. Jacob and I have been starting to play with him and Jack a little more, too. So he's been working on some new stuff as well, and it's been sounding really good. So, yeah, that'll be a fun show, definitely. Have you played Anodyne yet? No. No, that'll be our first time, I, yeah. I just, I just bo- like, I booked it myself, and, um, yeah, I've, I've always wanted to play there. I've, I've actually, when, uh, when Zach and I were working together, we both worked at, uh, Brass Bell, the music store in Glendale. Mm-hmm. We had a, uh, we had, like, a ukulele festival that was there, and we were, like, oh, showcasing sick. all these ukes and stuff like that, and, um, so, like, there were all these, like, different vendors and stuff there, and they were on, you know, up on the stage and stuff, and I was always thinking, like, man, like, this place is really nice, like, it'd be cool to play a show here, Yeah. You know? so, and then, you know. There always smells so good in there. Always, yeah, <laughs> it's like fresh coffee. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, whether you're sipping on, on coffee or you're sipping on a beer, like, Anodyne's a good time, so that will be a really good show. Um, I will unfortunately be out of town for my sister's wedding, but... That will be a fun, but you know, you'll have a great weekend. Yeah, yeah well, so will you guys. Yeah, um, a lot of weddings going on. Oh so man, sure. yeah. What the fuck is happening? Um, <laughs> so let's talk more about the Panoptics formation. So, yeah. um, you know, we talked earlier about was it Ben? You like would throw it to David or vice versa? Well, yeah, it was. I think it was me and Brent at at a certain point. Me and Brent Gaster, I should say. Uh, Shout out to Brent. Yeah, basis for Moon Glow. Moon Glow. Yeah. Such yeah, a you good band. Guys are killing it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But we we were you know bouncing ideas off of each other, starting to play guitar and bass together. Um, knew we needed a, a drummer, and um, so we definitely we eventually looped in Dave, and then we became what was called the Trapdoor Triptych. Oh, wow. So That's a tongue twister. Yeah. There's a lot of... But we got up into... We call ourselves the trapdoor trip because we had to go up through a trapdoor into the attic where we would practice originally. This was at this was at my parents' house, actually. So so every every Wednesday, actually, the Tosa School District would let us out an hour early because they had like a, they had to have like an all staff meeting basically at the end of the day. So like we kind of planned it so that, you know, we'd all like the guys would have their instruments already. And then we'd all just hightail it to my house. Um, you know, right after school, no one was home at my house yet. Both parents were working and stuff. So you could just get up in the attic. That's where my drum set was. Um, and you, yeah, you literally, it's this house that my parents still live in today is from 1885. It's super old. Oh, yeah. Um, and you, yeah, there's this pull down trap door and you go up there. Um, and that's, that's where I was like quarantined to basically. So my mom didn't have to hear, you know, everything all the time. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, we were up there and, uh, and that's kind of where the band took form. 
um, you know, first started and, um, but yeah, then, then Ben came up with that, with that name because it was like the pull down trap door and yeah, stuff. So yeah, and it just yeah. flowed. So, right yeah. On. yeah. So, so what have you been some of your guys, uh, and I'm sure, I mean, this constantly evolves, um, but what have been some of your guys' biggest influences as far as the band's sound? Like me as a drummer, I would say like, uh, just kind of like the, you know, the classic rock drummers. Unfortunately, like my role models as a drummer, most of them are all dead, which, mm. you know, like I've, like I've been listening to Keith Moon since I was a kid, oh, yeah. like, you know, Keith Moon and John Bonham, like the greats. And my, yeah. my dad was really into cream. And so mm-hmm. Ginger Baker, who actually just passed away not that long ago, um, just was very known for his like, t- like Tom work and stuff like that. Less of like, you know, the snare and symbols and stuff, but, yeah. um, so yeah, like those those three and stuff, and um, you know, I'd, I'm trying to think if there's any others, but uh, yeah, those those three are the are the biggest. Um, and then I've also always been like a big fan of Rush and stuff, like oh, progressive yeah. rock and stuff. And Neil Peart, Neil Peart. Was just yeah. yeah, was just an insane you know dude. So hell yeah, yeah, all all definitely all the just like classic drummers and. Um, and then I've gotten, you know, we do a lot of funk stuff too as well. So I've gotten more into that as well. Definitely. Hell yeah. So. Good shit. Random. Yeah. And I grew up with, um, like everything from like earth, wind and fire to Bruce Springsteen. Um, and then growing up a little bit, got into the grateful dead and, and stuff like that. Um, but then uh, I'd say collectively, um, like we connected over stuff like the red hot chili peppers, um, the strokes, uh, cage elephant. Mm. Um, like early stages of those bands, and then um, yeah. you know other stuff like too. Pretty much nineties, early two thousands. Right on. Yeah. Gotta say, Ben, your uh, rendition of Thunder Road oh, yeah. was so hauntingly beautiful. Thank you. Man. At that first show, uh, way back like two years ago, yeah, like, October twenty twenty, right? Yeah. yeah. No, that was that was a spectacular rendition. That was like the moment. That, like that was. That made me remember how much I love I love Bruce. Oh yeah, that's awesome. I'm I'm glad you say that, man, because I we didn't know how we were gonna do. It. I think that Tom brought it up like the practice before we that we could do it, or yeah. we had been you know trying it out, but we went for it, and and man, it means a lot because you know growing up that that song has has been hauntingly you know beautiful, and oh, like yeah. you said, and to just sing it outdoors and like kind of a chillier night and yeah. uh, on on that street on on the east side is pretty yeah was pretty cool i thought it was pretty fitting so i appreciate that of course sure. and during a very societally chaotic time mm-hmm. you know where yeah. everyone's trying to figure it out um yeah no like that was a uh, that was some uh visceral shit um <laughs> so so what was like your guys like uh show what did your shows look like back in the day <laughs> Well, they were they were high school uh, like school functions. Um, high school, yeah. yeah, and it was uh, there was some event called Jamnesty that we really grew up uh, to appreciate. A lot of you know really Amnesty good musicians have played there. It. it was like their it was basically like their um, their whole thing was to like free people in foreign countries and stuff yeah. like that. That was like their big thing, just a club and in our high school. And then they threw this thing, um, like usually one to two times a year. Uh, called Jamnesty, which is just like a big 
you know, talent show of bands in the high school yeah. that anyone could sign up for, mm-hmm. um, which was really cool because it was really the only opportunity as far as we knew for anyone to do that in our high school. So it was yeah. like always the bill was always packed with people. Everyone got, I think, got like a half hour playtime or something like that. Wow. Yeah. But that's, but that's, Jam to See was the first time I heard Ben play guitar because I was actually, my junior year of high school, I was playing with a, a different band. Um, if you know, uh, if you know Michael Sodnik at I all, I sure do. Yeah. So big shout out to Michael yeah, Sodnik. Shout out to Michael. It's been a long time, my guy. Such a um, beautiful voice. Oh yeah. Dude. But, uh, so I was playing, I was actually playing in a band with him and Keegan Phillips of Spoy. Awesome. Um, big shout and, out to Keegan. and Max Devereaux would actually play with us. Sometimes. Oh my God. I lo- dude, you're yeah, naming all these, these people. These are, I love. Well, these are all Tosa East grads. Yeah. So they're all, you know, like, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I was playing in a band with them and then, uh, you know, we were like just kind of, you know, doing stuff here or there and stuff, just jamming and stuff. And then we'd play this. And then Ben actually came up and did like a five minute filler song in between just him and his acoustic guitar. And he was playing like, you're playing like Bob Dylan and stuff and like the Lumineers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, holy shit, dude, I got to form a band with this dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was, it was good. That's kind of how that's the, fir- yeah, it was like the first time I heard you say Yeah. And then our, our first set there was, um, Maybe had a few originals, but we did like Danny California, Pumped Up Kicks, Psycho Killer, yeah. Oh yeah, dude, you're yeah. you're doing a lot of the um the the like early 2010s like radio rotation hits and oh, shit yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> well, dude, that's no, I mean like um some of my good friends in high school like you know did the same shit. Like, uh, starts with a lot of covers, of course, but you gradually trickle in the originals and, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah. How long did you guys, like, uh, were you guys doing it? Uh, you know, at the time, I think it was just our, uh, senior year of high school where we were, uh, we played a couple gigs. There was another show, um, later in the year that was called concert for a cause. Um, so we never really got paid for, for a gig before we left, which isn't a big deal, but we were able to, to play before just, we went off to college and, yeah, yeah. So uh, we went our uh, separate ways for college. You know, Dave was at UW, at, or you we went to I UW. Was at, I was at yeah, I was at Stout for my freshman year, and then transferred back to UWM nice. uh, sophomore year. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And then I was at Loyola for uh, three years as a um, as a Division One volleyball player. Oh yeah, right. On. So um, I was spending a lot of time doing that, and, and music kind of took a backseat uh, for that time. But I also eventually it was a really good outlet for me to to uh, express myself creatively and, and ultimately, you know, write some songs that um, kind of like really helped me through a lot of stuff while I was there. Hell yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, cool stuff. So David, did you like between the time that um, the band, like you were doing the band in high school and then like you guys went your separate ways in college before you reformed, like were you doing much musically like during college? Um, not a ton, really. I, so when I was, I was up, uh, at UW Stout my freshman year in Menominee, Wisconsin, which is... My prom date went there is, is, from high school. It's the, it's the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And like, I was in a, I was like, really like the most I was doing was like doing an open mic that they had in the, in the union. So I would just like play guitar and sing. I was like the one dude on my floor that was like musically talented actually besides there was like maybe one other dude um but 
but yeah, so like I do that and stuff, but there was like not a whole ton of people around to like jam with or yeah. anything. Sure. Um, and then I also like just got called a lib all the time and that I was, you know, like a city kid and like why I wasn't, you know, why I wasn't, you yeah. know, voting Republican or anything oh, like that. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, yeah, I need to get the hell out of here, man. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell am I doing up here? <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, like, oh, you know, it's, it's Menominee where there is like, you know, it's just white people. So it's way you know, up there. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I need to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I came back, um, and uh, to UWM, and I was so while I was up there, I was actually majoring in computer engineering, which, like, that's the kind of what I thought I wanted to do originally. And then I actually during during the summer, I was a a camp counselor in uh, Green Lake, Wisconsin, which is mm. just west of Fond du Lac. Yeah. And we had a like a, a a a band that I played in there and stuff to like you know to entertain the kids and the campers and stuff like that. And so I played drums and that, and I. Um, you know, was just thinking to myself really like, this is, you know, this is more of what I'm actually interested in. It's what I want to like major in, you know, like, so yeah, I ended up uh, enrolling in PEC at UWM when I got right back on. and, um, yeah. And then graduated 2019 with a degree in music composition and a business minor. So hell yeah, my yeah. dude. Good yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, you guys, we formed, uh, what, like two years ago now or yeah. Well, Tell, yeah, I guess it was, yeah, it was definitely a little different group that was going on before this group formed. But if you want to fill them in, yeah, it was, I think in 2017 when I, uh, I came, I came back from Chicago. I moved back from Chicago, um, with this kind of a, a handful of songs that I had written. And I think maybe we wrote a few more, um, together. Yeah. But it was, it was, uh, something we reconnected over and, uh, we got together and recorded, um, with Shane Olivo. Um, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's really great with sound, yeah. and uh, you know he he does everything. So um, he he helped us out. I think uh, Eric Blowtorch. I don't know if you know Eric Blowtorch. I sure do. He he pointed us <laughs> we towards. Uh, We've yeah. been we have been covering his. He's been dropping a lot of music lately. We've yeah. been covering his stuff. He's a vir- yeah. virtuoso <laughs> man. Stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's awesome. So um, he he helped us out and um, got us to like. I think we recorded nine or ten songs. Ten yeah. songs. Uh, songs you think should exist? Have, yeah, it's like at least nine. Yeah, it's nine songs. <laughs> um, but it was a it was a kind of a rushed studio experience. You know, we weren't really uh, we didn't have a lot of funds and stuff, so we got in there Those and did what we the, could. Your, like guitar that you play all the time. So right. The week before we had uh, scheduled uh, studio time, I got rear-ended in my uh, hollow body. Oh. Ibanez was in the in the trunk. Oh, it was the middle of January, so I couldn't get it open when I got rear-ended. Oh, it's Got towed to the yard for three days, and then I get it back, and it's warped. Fuck. And so I, I'm in there with this That's Ibanez, bad. like, uh, or no, it's a Jackson, like, metal starter guitar. It's called, a, it's called a dinky, I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I recorded that album with. So, like, every time I listen to it, you know, we wanted to put it out there. Um, we wanted to, you know, at least have our, our work pay off and, and uh, yeah. have that stuff. Uh, those songs exist. That's why we call it songs we think should exist. So That's a great, great <laughs> album name. Thanks, yeah. man. So, um, yeah, and then after that, uh, we kind of dipped our toes into different projects, I think. And um, 
we we were still playing um as a pen optics just with a few different musicians from like the tosa area sure. um and then it, it really took the pandemic i think where we we were already like in touch and reconnecting like me and dave lived together in 2018 yeah, we lived together for a year. yeah and yeah. um and then so we reformed in in 2020 and we, we had a new list of songs that we were working on and uh and then wrote more you know jacob's been really um really coming up with a lot of cool riffs Jacob and a lot just, of cool stuff yeah he's yeah. a very that, that talented dude, artist yeah. Just <laughs> yeah so it's it's evolved the, the way we work too the way we write and um you know it's all all paid off in the end hell yeah dude yeah. well Fuck yeah, dude. That's that's exciting. Uh did did you guys do any live performances with songs we think uh should exist? Yeah. Yeah, so we play we would play more local to Wauwatosa around the time because yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they have a beer garden um I think every night in the summer. Close to every night, um, and then we would play like a Wednesday or a, a Friday sometimes and get a lot of complaints from the neighborhood. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> But they would be like, it's okay, you guys, like, there are a lot of people here. And it, it was just fun. And uh, we got used to playing there, and then we got down to, uh, what was it? What did we get to? We got down to Tosa Fest eventually. Yeah, we did do, we did do Tosa Fest one year. Which yeah. Is, mm. yeah. Which is a bigger block party for, in, in the area. Yeah, yeah, it's in the, the, the band shell at Hart Park, which is... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, which is, like... Actually, a newly built kind of uh, stage, yeah, which is rotary. yeah, the rotary. Oh, nice. So that was really fun because that was like we we were <clears throat> we were playing in the middle of the day, so there weren't like a, a ton of people. But it was like I think that's like one of the biggest stages we've ever played on, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also do uh, what's called Tosa Tonight there, which is yeah, a, yeah, which I've been is that. yeah, which is a series throughout the summer, which is just like the whole field is like filled with people for that. They do a preview. They have, uh, I think like later in like July and August, they have a preview for like Irish fest. They have mm-hmm. some bands come in and, um, and play there as well that are more, you know, influenced Irish culture and stuff sure, like that. Sure, so, sure. Yeah. um, but yeah, they're, uh, just playing on the stage is really cool. Cause they have, you know, all the sound that they have going on is all, you know, like very professional and stuff and everything. So it's, yeah, it was, it was definitely a, a cool show to play for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. we're entering the panoptics era now with the chronology. So when you guys did that show as range of motion, um, you already had like the cast of musicians kind of there already. Same five, same five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how did you find Natan and Yashay and uh, uh, Jacob? Like, how did you guys get in cahoots with them? Um, so Natan and I actually worked together. Uh, we had a job together at school. We both worked security at the dorms. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, so these, these mind-numbing jobs where you'd have to, like, sit there for – you know, swiping the cards. Yep, yep. Yep. Oh, it sucked. It sucked. Um, but yeah, I was like a, I was like a supervisor, uh, at some point. And, um, so that I, I met Natan because he got hired on. I remember like him, uh, like training during August and stuff like that. And he was like, he's like, I don't really want to be here, man. I'm like, yeah, I understand. This totally sucks. <laughs> but then, um, like the craziest thing happened was he was, there's a piano in the green room. Um, in Sandberg and he was like, dude, like you should come see me play piano or whatever. And this dude just whips out dance in the moonlight in like the most melodic, beautiful way ever. And I was like, 
holy shit, bro. Like, you got some skills. (laughs) So, and then it ended up, like, after that, we were both looking for roommates at the same time. So we ended up living together for two years, um, actually, after I lived with Ben. Um, And so Natan and I would just, like, jam all the time and stuff. And that's kind of, like, he and I were both trying to get a band going together. And so I'd constantly try to invite Ben over and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we found Jacob, actually, through, uh, through Zach, uh, Spiegler, because I worked with him at Brass Bell. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Zach found Jacob through his roommate Jake, because they were both uh, engineering majors at UWM. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, sure. And so obviously we know, you know, Zach and Jake both moved down to North Carolina to uh, purchase a theater, which is they sure did amazing. Asheville. You know, yeah. Ash, yeah, right outside of Asheville. Um, yeah, shout out to you both. Um, but uh, so then kind of after that happened, you know, Jacob was like, you know, looking, you know, for more things to do, I guess. And he, you know, he, he I think one of the f- first backyard shows that uh, they did like, were I, I don't think we even played at, um, but it was like a, it was Mas Verde. It was Zach's band, you know, Jacob playing with him and yeah, Jack. Yeah, yeah, um, You know, I think it was Natan actually who went up to Jacob and was like, Hey, you know, we got something cooking. Like, you know, you should uh, you should come over sometime. You know, and that and we got both of them over at the same. You know, Ben and and Jacob and stuff. Um, and then it kind of formed from there. Um, and then Yishai was a uh, his older sister actually wanted to be a backup singer. Okay. Um, and then we ended up. She ended up like not ultimately wanting to you know to join the band. I guess. Sure. Yeah. Um, but then she was like. Then she was like, oh, my brother plays bass. It was a connection through Natan, I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah. Um, but then this dude came over at the time was probably uh, 16? Yeah, 16. Dude, just a Nicolay High School kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and comes over and just shreds on this five-string. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, dude's got a full ride to Berkeley now. So he's doing yeah. uh, he's doing pretty well and we'll uh, – We'll miss him when he heads out to Boston, obviously. So, oh yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. Yeah, but, thank you for sharing all of yeah. that. Yeah. Um. So, as far as like uh, becoming the Panoptics, like where did that name come from? Yeah. So uh, while I was still in Chicago, um, I started thinking about more and more of the you know the prospect of writing music and and doing that more and more and just what it would be if we if i went back to tosa and we formed a band uh what would that name be um and i was i just remember learning about uh this conceptual prison design um that was uh introduced in the curriculum but it was called the uh the panopticon oh yeah so uh yeah it's a conceptual prison design i'm not sure if it's ever been carried out I, I don't think it's even a prison design just like an institutional thing there's a band called panopticon yeah, yeah yeah for sure so I, I i made sure to look that up <laughs> i was like yeah. all right no one's I got knew, it i knew that sounded familiar <laughs> yeah. but yeah it's your own thing but yeah it's a crazy uh concept that i was like kind of having a lot of paranoia like around the the social aspect of it you know when you look at it like, that way um, but the concept is that there, there's like a central guard tower, um, and then there's cells or, or rooms that are built in a circle around the guard tower, and then they have columns that go vertical. Um, but then the guard tower is built so that you can't see in, um, so you can't ever see who's in there, if anyone's in there, or if yeah. they're ever looking out, um, and then you can't turn to your neighbor 
um, the way the, the it's built in a circle and kind of oh, see what's going on there. You can only look across um, damn. and see that there are other people in your situation that, yeah. but you know, you really can't turn and, and you don't have that conversation. So um, that's just, that's kind of where I was at in, in society. And then I came back and that's kind of what was reflected in uh, some of the songs too. Um, and then these guys, I mean, Brenton and David at the time, you know, really took, took it and ran with it and like um you know were really really uh beneficial to the songs you know first and foremost but also just very loving for just taking them and saying all right this is what you got and we're gonna rock it you know hell yeah so um you know and then from there you know we pulled a lot of people in to collaborate and um and uh i think it's worked out and we've definitely evolved as songwriters and and just musicians as well yeah yeah dude Right on, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I mean, even Yisha, yeah. like since he came in as as a sixteen year old, has just exploded, yeah, man, like, as a musician, so like, dude. Yeah. And then you know, Natan's picking up the guitar and, yeah. and uh, doing some fun now. stuff. Dude, on you that. guys are yeah, like you guys are cohesive as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like especially as like a young band. Like I mean, so I think that's a good kind of. Um, segue into into talking about the ep because I, I i loved the ep when it dropped last summer loved it revitalized the title track is still like one of my favorite like wake up songs oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> um it's a very relaxing ep but it also like you know kind of gets you feeling yourself a little bit mm-hmm. um so i think that's a great point to 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 lead with about like kind of what everything that went into this thing so yeah like um uh tell me about the songs tell me about like you know what you guys were thinking going into it like what it means to you that that kind of thing yeah so a lot of the the original ideas um were things that i i'd come up with um kind of on my own when I, I wasn't really performing with many other musicians at the beginning of the pandemic. And, um, you know, since then I, I had, uh, you know, developed new, a new approach to music and how I wanted to write music. So, um, I was trying to make it a little more contemporary as far as like just the chords I was playing and like just, just the general rhythm and sound. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the lyrics kind of, um, took up more of a focus on uh, kind of wordplay, I guess, and, and double entendres, maybe double meanings in, in a yeah. way. Um, so that's kind of what the opening track, Just Words, focuses on. Um, and just just words being like um, like righteous words instead of like looking at words as things you can kind of throw out there. Um, like on Twitter, or the inter- you know, Internet, sometimes people can be kind of careless with what they throw out there absolutely um, dude like the yeah. um i don't know how you guys feel about like the no no capital letters movement but <laughs> i'm the, <laughs> i'm a proponent of it <laughs> no it's no worries it's no worries <laughs> but that, that that kind of stuff i don't know what it is but like that's why i'm behind like a, an album like damn like kendrick lamar you know when you had the all caps and periods every, every <laughs> i thought it was oh, yeah, yeah. Like I, you know I, I, I don't even like i mean there were there were no like sociological connotations behind me like just not capitalizing words right. in my captions it was kind of just like <laughs> i liked how it looked like 
like aesthetically like I'm like just sort of like like speaking the caption without rather than like like making it so formal that was but but yeah like uh I didn't know that was like an established thing (laughs) no I don't know if that's you know the intention of what Kendrick was doing or you know even what I'm saying but but you know my my intention was just like you know to have a little more um you know, just meaning behind the words, and yeah. and that's just for me too. Um, the way I was maybe using social media, I was just kind of mm-hmm. throwing shit out there to to yeah. throw it out there, yeah, and yeah. Uh, see what would happen. But um, right I wanted to redirect and just just do that stuff. So then there's get ahead after that, and then uh, eventually we ended up with with a tune that um, was was like Jacob came up with the chord progression and. Oh, way back. Yeah, and we, and then we all kind of came together, and the vocal bridge on that was, I like feel like, just yeah, yeah, a total yeah, yeah. total collaboration. It's like all, so all that, yeah, that bridge is all five of us. So we're we recorded that. Um, so we recorded that up uh, at Will and Jack's house, actually Shout in out Port. To hit or miss, yeah, studios. hit or miss studios. Um, yeah, we recorded that song up up at their in their basement, and so Jack just put a uh, just put his condenser mic like in the middle of the room and we all just stood around it and just, you know, let, and I kind of, you know, cause I'm like the harmony guy of the band. So I kind of sure. was just kind of trying to direct that in a sense or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, so yeah. And then Jack kind of put this chorusing effect on it and everything, which made it, you know, sound like a choir, but, uh, but yeah, no, we're, that's, that was, that was definitely like really cool because it was a song on the album that like everybody gave input to. Like, I remember being at practice, like, uh, at at our house on Frederick, and um, it's just like you know everyone had a had a thing to you know like oh what if we did this on the bridge, but the one if we did this in the chorus or like drop this out here or whatever, and it was like really a band collaboration. It wasn't just like one person bringing you know yeah. a completed song to the band and stuff like that, which sure. I you know which is really like the first experience I've I've had with that with a band, which mm-hmm. um, which which was really cool. So something that we could all like be proud of and stuff, you know. So yeah, good yeah. shit. Yeah, and then I think it ends on uh, "Stuck in Mud" too, which is kind of all kind of all encompassing too. Because the way I was introducing it, Natan was because uh, <laughs> "Stuck in Mud" is on um, songs we think should exist. Yeah, like electric. Um, and he fell in love with that song. It really, uh, really, I don't know. Yeah, he ben really and I loved play it. it. Like he came over one time while Ben and I were living together, and we just played it acoustically. And he's like, he finished. He's like. That's the greatest song ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we had to run it back with Natan on the on the track. So it was a uh, it was awesome. Uh, it's a it's a fun EP, and um, we're yeah, excited though with what we're writing now. Uh, it's yeah. even more all encompassing, and like it's got all of our ideas tied in there. Dude, yeah, like that. That's um, for one. Thank you for all the insight about the EP because I think that's a great like point to mention yeah like y'all you guys have a very inventive style like i can tell you don't all like you know listen to all the same things like everyone does bring input to the table and you're all like you know explorative with what you can do you know collaboratively and uh hey you're, you're bringing a unique sound and flavor to the table that i think that you know, anyone could get behind, whether they're experiencing it casually, you know, just like, hey, we're out at a bar and this band is playing and they're really good. Like, 
you know, we're enjoying ourselves or, hey, I'm a fucking music lover. Like, let's let's go out to see these bands because, like, this is what we're really passionate about. Either way, you guys uh, master both ends of the spectrum as the panoptics. And that's why I like you guys so much. So, like, thank you, man. You bet. It means a lot. Yeah. So so that said, tell me about the new material. Uh, so yeah, like I said, it's it's uh it's a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, Jacob's come up with a lot of funky riffs like um, sure. that we all all love, and he he's, he's just kind of machine that way. He keeps coming up with yeah. it. Yeah, uh, it's hard to keep up with sometimes. With, like he's a looping pedal with probably like a hundred to one hundred and fifty different riffs on it. He's just like, I made oh, this yeah. one last night, and I did this one. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> turn this into a song, you know? Right on, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so, and then we had a song, like, when I, I started writing songs during the pandemic that I was kind of releasing as a solo project on Sound, SoundCloud, um, just three of them that I, like, figured I should try and, like, do something sure. on GarageBand and, and do something with my time, basically. But then we took one of those songs that's maybe, like, three minutes, yeah um on there and it's got like two verses that are are repeated um into like a seven and a half minute song that that's changing time signatures and uh yeah it it takes us all all over the place so uh it's called devotion and we've played it out a few times but like each time we play it 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 kind of evolves and we add those new parts or you know maybe take something away or or take a step back with with how intense we're playing it yeah awesome so it's just fun to have opportunities to experiment with it where we're like you said you know people are coming out that's the arena we find ourselves in is like people are casually coming out or you know they know we're playing so uh, they'll come out and see us but like um you know i feel like we we don't uh exactly you know prop ourselves up for people to know what to expect you know we t- try to change it up a little bit yeah 